हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज दर्शन महाराजा वेलकमिंग यू टू एपिसोड नंबर 26 ऑफ द एलिवेटर चैट सीरीज इन आवर कैनेडियन जर्नी एज इज़राइल्स मिलिट्री रिस्पॉन्स इन गाजा इन द आफ्टरमैथ ऑफ द टेररिस्ट अटैक बाय हमास लास्ट सैटरडे कंटिन्यूज देर इज़ अ डेवलपमेंट इन कैनेडा दैट मेरिट्स क्रिटिसिजम that is some canadians when talking about this latest chapter of violence in the interminable israel palestine conflict are borrowing terminology from the indigenous issues in canada and applying it to the middle east conflict i believe this is irresponsible and dangerous this practice surfaced almost immediately after we heard about the terrorist attack on saturday For example when the newly elected premier of Manitoba Wab Kinu tweeted on October 7th that is the day of the attack itself condemning the attack by Hamas many people responded by saying that this was a just case of Palestinians taking their land back as we know land back is a term firmly associated with the indigenous issues in Canada but it has never meant killing innocent people or indeed violence in general someone even characterized his tweet as anti-indigenous which is curious because wab kinu is indigenous himself whereas the person calling him anti-indigenous claims to be settler on unceded algonquin land so i assume they he is or are of the white ethnicity talking about elsewhere in canada it has long been a contention by many canadians that our academia has basically uh, lost the plot when it comes to sound reasoning whether one agrees with that contention or not one has to concede that the statement by york university student unions in toronto saying that quote from turtle island to palestine these events serve as a reminder that resistance against colonial violence is justified and necessary end quote and this statement is definitely objectionable apart from the justification of violence uh, inclusion of turtle island term is problematic here many other people have said things like settler colonialism another term firmly associated with the indigenous issues in canada the effect of this practice can only be negative as you may recall 2 years ago when reports of unmarked graves at the sites of former indian residential schools emerged there were many prominent non-indigenous people either advocating for or endorsing basically or otherwise violence against what they portrayed as structures of settler colonialism harsha walia for example who was then with the british columbia civil liberties association said burn it all down someone else i think it was gerald butts former principal secretary to prime minister trudeau said that the burning of churches was understandable the noteworthy part of both these chapters that is the church burning and the current situation is that the incendiary language and messaging came from non-indigenous people 
Within my circle of indigenous friends, everyone was aghast at this language. They rightly feared that it would have the effect of both inflaming and exacerbating tensions between the indigenous people on one hand and the rest of the Canadians on the other. The plain fact, to me at least, is that the Canadian left, that is with a capital L, left, has a tendency to hijack indigenous concerns and attach them to their cause du jour. They don't care how it affects the indigenous people. Without even going into the question of whether killing innocents is a valid form of getting land back. And for the record, my view is that it isn't. Without even going there, we can say with confidence that any kind of violence is not part of the struggles of the indigenous people in Canada. In fact, I consider it to be a matter of pride for all of us that in spite of the severe difficulties that the Canadian indigenous people are facing and all the discrimination that they have been subjected to, they are not resorting to violence to resolve their issues. But the conflation of indigenous terminology with the Israel-Palestine conflict is likely to create the impression that the kind of violence that we see in the Middle East is a valid option for indigenous people in Canada. Some Canadians may actually start believing that indigenous people may resort to violent means to resolve their issues with or within Canada. This idea becomes divisive automatically, even if no violence results. That can only be to the detriment of indigenous people. The height of irony here is that this detrimental effect will be caused by people who claim vociferously to be allies of indigenous people. With friends like these, the indigenous people do not need enemies. Let me know what you think. As you know, this podcast is also available on Spotify, YouTube and Google Podcasts in addition to Podbean. If you haven't subscribed yet, please consider doing so. Independent voices are more important than ever in Canada, which you know. So your participation in creating free-thinking communities will be valuable. That's it for now. I will see you in the next episode. Until then, goodbye and be well.